Hello, my friends. Are you a musician or a vocalist looking for a practice spot or a place to master your latest recording? I've got the place for you. SoundLab Music Studios, located in Alpharetta, right off of Highway 9 by McFarland Avenue. Skip Lepakis, audio engineer, studio owner, and operator, has several services in the new audio suite, like tracking and recording for vocals or instruments, mixing, audio mastering, basically any audio need you may have. Also, SoundLab offers climate-controlled rehearsal rooms and a huge showcase room. Great hourly and monthly rates are also available. Give them a look at SoundLabAtlanta.com to learn more and to get in touch with Skip. Tell him you heard it on Achieving Reality, the podcast. That is SoundLab Music Studio, located in Alpharetta, right off of Highway 9 by McFarland Avenue at 2190 Brandon Trail, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30004. Phone number is 678-205-5288. Take it easy. Hi, gang. This is Chris taking a break from recording our super secret project to let you know that you can hear a preview of our new project at the end of this episode. Now sit back and enjoy episode 46, Frank Miller Told Us to Fuck Off. G'day, loyal listeners. It's time for another Achieving Reality, the podcast. This week, the fellas talk about movies, music, monsters, mayhem, moths, myths, and mythers. <laughs> Maybe they'll even have a topic. Probably not, but a girl can dream, right? Sit back and bask in the stupidity as another Achieving Reality, the podcast, attacks your ears. See you at the end. He used to do that anyway. She used to do throwdown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Popcorn? What kind of popcorn? It is... Uh, uh, it's a toasted sesame and seaweed, a savory blend of seaweed. <laughs> 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 it's actually very good. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It actually sounds pretty nasty. We'll find out. We'll just try it and see, Chris. If you don't like it, you don't have to have it. No, they're all good. No? Well, the popcorn's fine. <laughs> nasty stuff they put on it. <laughs> oh, well, I Seaweed belongs on rice crackers. Well, I mean, Chris, I'm sorry. I, I, I tried. Yep, you tried. She did. See that? She's being a good hostess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just has a very earthy flavor. I'm not into big earthy flavor things. Like pesto. You don't like pesto? I'm not a big fan. Oh, I love pesto. Then you'll like this. Go for it. I, <laughs> I bought them. I, I know. All those earthy flavors just basically come off to me as dirt. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess I can kind of see that. I don't have the most nuanced palette in the world, you know. No? No. I'm surprised. It's like we talk about, oh, we're going to eat here, like, oh, that's nasty. I'm like, oh, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you like, I can heat up some pasta for you. we got some pasta with meat sauce. and. I, I don't think we'll go through that much trouble. You sure? I mean, we, <laughs> I mean it's not that big of a deal, man. Especially with your broken microwave. <laughs> No, I'll just heat it up on the stove. Would you, would you Would you like me to cook you a steak or? Anything? Yeah, I mean, you know, we can. We you don't mind doing. I got that. chicken nuggets. I just got to heat the oven for an hour. Yeah, and I mean, you know. You so. called yesterday and told us you were coming. I could have done the Peking duck. <laughs> but we can also eat. I knew you were coming. I had to bake the cake. Are we? I can eat. We can even heat up the pizza too if you want. I'll just order a fresh one. Then we can have the driver on the podcast. <laughs> so tell us about yourself. I'm a pizza delivery guy. And I'm, I'm late. And I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of wanting to get my money and get out of here. 
Well, you showed up there to podcast. You got to stick around. <laughs> we'll call your boss. Nom, nom, nom. Breakfast. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, the Beat Bobby Play. Which I don't like the title of the show. No, it sounds like you need to actually walk over there and punch him in the head. <laughs> so to the point, it's too on the nose. Maybe that's what they wanted. I don't understand why they didn't just call it, like, Throwdown. They should have just kept it Throwdown and then just changed the... Uh... It's like if you took Throwdown and Iron Chef and wanted to create a third show based on the two concepts, this is what it is. Chopped? No. You probably play. You haven't <clears throat> watched any of the Chopped that's out of Canada, have you? I've watched a couple of them. I'm not a big fan of the um, announcer. And they're very polite, too. I don't care. Oh, about I'm so that. sorry you had to chop you, eh? <laughs> but your food kind of sucked, eh? Well, it was really good, you know, but uh, I didn't like the way you did the uh, risotto there. Yeah, you used a little stale uh, lobster. But we can't have that. Though it was really good, you know. Mm-hmm. I just don't want you to feel bad or nothing. Alright, this basket we have back bacon. <laughs> Beer, <laughs> poutine, go. <laughs> In the next basket, we have maple syrup, bad bacon, bacon. beer, poutine. go. <laughs> Hot. Welcome to McDonald's. I can't sue anybody. Don't spill it on yourself then. <laughs> so let's get into the Somebody- meat. Somebody did a documentary about that whole case, how it's misunderstood and all this other stuff. How can you misunderstand this is hot? It's not that it's hot, it's excessively hot. And it says it on the cup. Even if it's just hot, you shouldn't spill it on yourself. And you shouldn't be putting it between your legs before you go driving anywhere. Mm. Well, that's why they have cup holders in most vehicles. They probably had cup holders in that vehicle. They did have cup holders in that vehicle. That's what I'm saying. I mean... But they were probably full of her cigarettes and everything else she had. You drank up all the coffee that leave over. I did drink, drink up all the coffee. Mercy, yeah. you can just take what's in my mug. No, that's okay. It's, I don't want, it's all right. You can just make a little bit more because Larry's going to want more. No, I'm going to get you some want, water after this. You want more now? No, you know here, what? just take mine. No, no, no. You know what I'll do is I'll drink tea. We do have iced tea. We do have iced tea, so I'm good. Let's make some hot And he's water. pissed. Why is he pissed? Because he's in the fridge. She'll get it in a minute. No, she won't. <laughs> we talked about his new podcast, right? Yeah. It's pretty entertaining. That Crolls is good. He's got to really be in the mood for it, though. Got to be in the mood for ours. There's no mood for ours. Except for the mood lighting. Well, you know, I got to turn the light on to make it brighter in here. Because the natural sunlight's not bright enough. Neither are the hosts. But <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> He's still here all week, folks. Don't forget to tip your waitress. Don't eat the veal. You'll get, you'll get food poisoning. Yeah, we're out of coffee. <laughs> we're out of coffee. Back in, just leave. <laughs> so, Up next, Blue Man Group. Do we know when, uh, where we're going tonight? Do we know when we're, go- when where we're, we're going, going tonight? Where we're going tonight? No, I do not know when, where we're going tonight. When and where? We don't know yet? When is around four. Where I have no idea. Oh, okay. it's Matt's fortieth. Oh, 
Happy 40th, man. Happy 40th, man. I hey, told 40th. him tonight I'm going to punch him 40 times in the nuts. So You enjoy that. I will. I'm going to find him first. Well, maybe he won't invite you. Or maybe he won't tell you where everybody else is going to be. It's fine with me. Then I'll just stay home. <laughs> like you were the rest of the week. Yeah. Not eating the veal. <laughs> Not eating the veal. But no, the soup's yeah. good. Hey, you might eat veal tomorrow. Why would I eat veal tomorrow? Where am I going tomorrow night? Oh, you might eat veal. Yeah. Where's you going tomorrow night? Buca de Beppo. God bless you. What is that? It's a it's a like brewsticks. No, it's like uh, it's like Machiano's. Buca de Beppo means uh, this guy's basement. I wouldn't go there. It's actually really good. Where are you going? Trying. This guy's basement. <laughs> <laughs> you going to do a podcast? <laughs> no, because I go eat. Gaming. Yeah. <laughs> My, Gaming. Oh, cu- so, so it's this old couple's basement. Some guy just lives in it. <laughs> no, the, the, the company is, is uh, inviting the, the temps to this. He's banging on that plate. Dun, I'm dun, sorry, dun, dun, I dun, need dun, to. Dun, dun. I'm trying to be nice and, and, and quiet, okay? I'm sorry. Nice and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Is that better? Oh my god. We're really horrible. Yes. Yeah. I've heard that. See all the comments on Facebook. Yeah. You guys are really horrible. Comments on Facebook? You guys are really horrible. Thank you. <laughs> oh no, I mean it. You're, you're really horrible. You should stop. <laughs> Thank you. I got a better idea. Why don't you just stop listening? <laughs> you don't like it so much? Change the channel. Yeah, we asked if uh, Chris Penley wanted to be a part of the 48 hour film fest. And he goes, Where's it going to be? <laughs> Not again. Place? <laughs> is Dave Bear going to be there? I'm not going to be there. I don't know if Dave is going to be there actually this year, this time. Because he said... Because Dave had Penley helping him with that yeah. that mangled meat. Oh my God. Thing that he had brought. The, the bad pork. <sighs> at, least, at least none of us ate any of it. That we never got even to the point of cooking it, so... We might have should have cooked it just to get rid of the smell. Huh. Go there and put it in the green egg. No, he brought his uh, big cooking box with him. Peter, yeah, take it out, put it in the barrel and burn it. <laughs> that was right. That's like the second worst experience I've had on a movie set. <laughs> what was the first? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't remember it. So I guess in retrospect, it may be the first worst, because I don't remember the other one. <laughs> it's okay, we all do. Well, that's your worst experience. Nope. Yeah, mine, mine was the fact that I was doing my own stunts. And I got bruised. Bruised? You got <laughs> shredded. Well, you're going to hate this year, now. <laughs> this year, it's a love story. You got to fuck someone. And it's not me. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. It's Penley. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Chris, I'm sorry about this, but it's in the script. <laughs> it says on the script. I got I to gotta rape your ass, so... Um, Bend over. Don't squeeze too much. I'd be like, Larry, I don't know about this. Professor <laughs> Jenna script. I wrote it in there specifically for that, so let's go. Larry, no. <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> there has to be an ass rape scene in this one. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but, it's about, but it's about vibes. I don't get it. Then have the end. <laughs> well, I guess maybe the sex will make it make, they'll have high ratings at the movies, right? No. No, I don't think Because we don't have subtitles. 
Yeah, subtitles in foreign languages, and since none of us speak a foreign language, she does. Speaks Spanish. Espanol. Akiko speaks Japanese. Are you sure? She has to. She has to. She's Japanese. Are you sure? Yeah. I actually think I heard her talk to her family once before. So yeah, I think she does. Not all people of Asian descent are. No, no, she she is. Is she Japanese? If you listen to her, there's certain words that, you know, don't fit with our horrible pronunciation of our own language. They've got that cleaned up sound, you know, like aluminium for the Brits and like, stuff like that. Like they speak it correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, people speak our language correctly. <laughs> What's wrong with them? I don't know. Proper diction. What about... Who's Dick? Are you on that tater thing again? <laughs> I am now. <laughs> you don't even want me to talk about the commentator. It was inevitable. <laughs> what? Just wondering how that's going to sound in the headphones. <laughs> Strange. What the hell are they eating? should probably narrate this because it's, it's going to raise an eyebrow or two. Good. <laughs> As you scoop your nachos from the plastic bowl <laughs> to your plate. Yeah. Plate. <laughs> Let Mary finish so I don't have to cut out and cut in between. What? Keep talking. Worse than the popcorn. Just maxing out the levels. No, please. Crunch, 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 crunch. So you've been watching Face Off? Yes. You don't do you usually think? get in touch with me after the fact anymore. Sometimes we have to watch the second showing. Ah, you know I'm up. The second showing started at midnight? Yeah, well, that's true. I've been hitting the sack kind of early lately. Early for me, anyway. Go ahead and finish your nachos. <laughs> oh my gosh. There you go. <laughs> That'll get you seasick. Not really. Don't have you. Larry. Don't have you, Larry. S. Q. U. I. B. B. L. E. D. Squibble. Now. The property of headphone cables to get tangled no matter how neatly you wrap them up. Chris takes plenty of time and care to wind his high-end earphones around a spool, only to find them all squibbled in the morning. Enjoy, and use regularly. You want to be big and popular like Blair Witch. So we have to have people throwing up when they listen to our podcast. <laughs> this is so... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, people were coming with, you're going out to see that. Like, oh, people are getting sick watching the movie. You gotta go see what you know, what it is. It's motion sickness. People are getting sick because the camera's shaky. Uh, I, I couldn't stand the way that. Well, I didn't like the movie in general, but yeah, the movie in general is okay. I, I could not stand the, the cinematography. They had cinematography. <laughs> exactly. Is there anything else happening? Happening? What happened? I don't know. No, you don't know? Not personally, no. No, I guess we should cover the Harold Ramis affair. He had an affair? I'm sure everybody had an affair. One or another. It's Hollywood. What? 
Well, I don't know. He's Canadian, eh? That's what I asked about. Pigeon took all the cheese. Oh my gosh. He wants some of the cheese. Because it's, it's nachos. It doesn't have cheese. Is that mine? It's nachos. Here, Maris- you want some? It's Marissa's. There's only one thing of cheese, Larry. <laughs> it's congealed onto the nachos. Yep. Mm-hmm. Impossible yeah, that, to separate. Uh, it was a uh, autoimmune disease mm-hmm. that, that, that took him down. He'd been battling with it for years, apparently. I read the news story. Yeah. Because I was interested. I knew it was heavy. I was like, oh, it must have been a heart attack or something. You, you all right? You need something in your eye? No, fine. Mm. Yeah, it's like a sleep. Would you like something in your eye? No, I don't know. We went to bed late last night or something? No, yeah. initially, but then an hour vanished. And somewhere in the middle of the night, an hour vanished. And, ta-da, it's late. Or, ta-da, it's early. <laughs> ta-da, it's now. Ta-da, it's not what it was. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was really blown away by that, though. I also think that, um, the, that the Ghostbusters movie's dead now. No pun intended. I'm okay with that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not like we were ever going to see it in our lifetime at this rate anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're not going to have Moranis in it, you're not, and obviously not going to have Harold Ramis in it, and Bill Murray may or may not, depending on He's what day of the week it now. is. I mean, who's it's going to be? It's going to be uh, Winston and uh, Ray. That would be it. Ray stands. Yeah. Uh, that's it. And, and then they're going to be, it's a pass the torch movie anyway, so... You're not going to have... I mean, the writing's going to be different, too. Yeah, completely. So I think that's over. Now Caddyshack 3 will never come out. I don't think he was behind Caddyshack 2. <laughs> that doesn't have any of his hallmarks, like, quality. No. Caddyshack 2 was terrible. It had moments. But they were moments. Yeah, like, brief glimpses. Oh, that scene was humorous. Yeah. Had Randy Quaid playing himself, apparently. Oh. Who knew? Yeah. Thought he was a he's a brilliant actor. No, they just, no, didn't. He's just a apparently he didn't get a copy of the script. He just showed up on set. <laughs> he started threatening people. Started being crazy. I'm like, wow, when did we write this in? We haven't. <laughs> he's not even supposed to be here. Matter of fact, first two days we didn't know who he was. <laughs> Somebody said he was on Saturday Night Live. We said who? <laughs> five minutes to put the plate down. I know. I just waiting for every time she does that for you to be trying to go, bam! <laughs> she finishes. <laughs> no, that's not every time. That's every once in a while. Otherwise, we get old. <laughs> Always gotten old. People are very tired of the bamming and blinging. The blinging? And all the other various noises we have going on. Well, then we need to buy a pad for the table. Okay. Um, Unless you want me to put a tablecloth that will that help? <laughs> put down some memory foam and put a tablecloth over Yeah, there you go. You put the, press the plates down really hard on it. So, <laughs> so they stay. So it makes a little indention. I mean, then we have dinner parties. You can put the plate down in the indention and people go, oh. <laughs> No, because it would just come back up. So wobbly. <laughs> oh, wobbly. Well, next time I'll put a tablecloth down if you want me to. It's still bunking. Get one of those crackly uh, plastic kind. <laughs> add to the things. Crinkle, crinkle, blam, blam, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> don't, don't we have a black one like that? I could just put that on. We there? do. Okay. We do have a black one. It is. <laughs> crinkle, yeah. crinkle, blam, blam, crinkle, crinkle. Oh, I oh got my God. chips all over my stomach. It's okay. I feel like though. bam. 
Alright. Can't keep any food in my mouth. So yeah, no, no Ghostbusters 3. I'm totally against Ghostbusters 3 now. I was kind of against it anyways. It struck me as they were just pushing too hard for something that they really... Well, you had people who wanted it and people who didn't want it and it really couldn't happen without everybody. It's like a Beatles reunion, you know? Yeah. Which can't happen at all now. No. <laughs> but back in the day when it could have happened. Yeah. I was like, well, but we've done that. I don't know if you noticed, but we didn't play live for a long time. <laughs> yeah, a very long time. Now I got popcorn. Hey, a popcorn. That you don't like. Yeah. The popcorn's fine. It's all that dirt on it. <laughs> dirt on it. Mmm. Tastes like the ocean. The floor of the ocean. <laughs> Damn it. Right onto the carpet. Now you gotta have that, have that cleaned. <laughs> I gotta find it. Yeah, Chris was was uh, he had not been here since we had changed the carpet and everything. Yes, I have. Not Penley. you, Penley. Yeah. We'll call him by his name. Penley. Penley. Yeah, Penley. <laughs> she so, did, Chris. Chris, Chris Penley. I'm Chris. That's Penley. <laughs> you're, you're gonna confuse the listeners. Okay. <laughs> How about Ray and Penley? Does that work? My name's Chris. <laughs> his name's Penley. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we told him. Dan Eckler's right. <laughs> yeah, we were. We told him about the story. He's like, holy crap. Then he told us about one of his next door neighbors that had. There was a, nothing holy about that crap. <laughs> no, that wasn't actually. But nobody at home listens has heard that story, right? As far as I know, no. Mm-mm. Which makes it even funnier. Mm-hmm. As I drool. Yeah. I'm having problems this morning. Yes, you are. Yeah, so do we need to make sure at, at 4 o'clock when we go to the restaurant we get you a bib? Um, have a lot? <clears throat> no, but I'm probably going to wear my fuck you hat. Oh, fuck you hat? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would that be? Well, it's just fuck you on it. Oh. That might be inappropriate for a restaurant setting. Your point? I didn't have one. No, okay. <laughs> now what? Who else died? That's worthwhile. Oh, no one. No one. How about that plane that just kind of vanished? I have no idea. You never heard anything about that? No. I don't keep up with news anymore. Oh, wow. There. That's a Saigon Air or something like that. And they flew out of somewhere. Saigon, maybe? No, Singapore. So they flew out of Singapore. And it just disappeared. And it just disappeared. They were flying around, and then no communication whatsoever, and all they found were a couple of long, miles-long strips of oil in the ocean. They don't know where it's got. They think, though, just recently I was reading, they think it may have turned around and gone back to Malaysia. I don't know, but yeah, it just, like, vanished. But if it went back to Malaysia, wouldn't that... Well, they were losing oil pressure. They turned around to go back, but that wouldn't explain why they... We're out of communication. Yeah, that's what... But the plane itself was in the ocean. Maybe. Nobody knows. But more likely. And then on that same mile that Amelia Earhart landed on. Yep. Because that was the last area I heard was that she ditched on this island somewhere and got eaten by cannibals. I don't know about the eaten by cannibals. The one that I heard was... I don't know how uh, accurate the theory may be, but it's a lot more interesting than a lot of the ones I've heard. The one I heard was she landed on the same island 
and uh, became one of them. So now there's there's a couple there's like a, a group of people who look kind of similar to her because she became one of the tribe members and had sex and kids and fun and yay. I don't know if she ate people. You have to ask the Brazilians. So, uh, so she did. Who? Amelia Earhart. Well, she wasn't then. She has been for a long time now anyways, so yeah. I'm going to say probably. I'm going to go with yes. Okay. Just I'm like, still going to hedge my bet and say probably. <laughs> just like Elvis is is, is uh, dead too, right? Or is he still alive? No, he just went home. I'm going to home. That okay. was in Men in Black. I mean, come on. Yep. He went home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's home? I don't know. They never they said. said. Was it Graceland? No. I never said. No, that's Priscilla's song. Technically, no, it's not. It's Lisa Marie's. Oh, yeah. And anyways, Paul Simon's going to Graceland. Paul Simon's going to Graceland? Yeah. A long time ago, he was going to Graceland. Back when we were in high school, he was going to Graceland. Doodly, doodly, Derek Daniel. All right. <laughs> what? That was an awkward silence. Is it time for a break yet? I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Break time. I guess it's break time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've run out of stuff to talk about. Oh, no. Didn't finish talking about Harold Ramis yet. We haven't? I thought we did. Yeah, he... Guess there's no Ghostbusters. Damn. <laughs> what a way to eulogize a career. Well. That's not like what Bill Murray would have said at the funeral. I guess we're not going to get that movie made. <laughs> he doesn't care. Apparently he gave like a speech at the Oscars, which I did not watch. I didn't either. So apparently Bill Murray gave a speech at the Oscars. I did see that. I didn't... Uh, they've got a... He had an interview with Robin before the Oscars, actually. And he looked... He, he really looked old. Because he is. I know, but he just really looked old. Because he is. I know. He's got that hangdog bulldog face now. Mm-hmm. It's great. It happens. He's been around a while. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was an impromptu thing, too. Mm-hmm. Well, that happened just before the Oscars, so. So yeah, he did a big long, long speech. But everybody was pissed off that uh, they ignored the the Bat Kid for the Oscars. The what? The little kid that played Batman it was like his last wish. Oh yeah. They're like, oh, they should have brought him up. Why? Yeah, exactly. What film was he in this year that wasn't on YouTube? Exactly. I was just uh, when I saw, I was like. I mean, he got a lot of exposure and publicity and stuff. But not to lessen his affliction or whatever, but, you know. I'm sorry. You don't bring some kid that just randomly acted out a Batman thing because it was his last wish Hmm. and bring him to the Oscars and everything. He's like, I'm sorry, that's... The Academy completely ignored Keaton. Keaton. And Kilmer. And Clooney. And Bale. None of them got brought up at the Oscars. Oh, because of Batman, yeah. Oh, Molly. Kitty. And uh, they could have brought up... Um, hey, is that important to Affleck. Hey, is that important to him? Show a clip. Yeah, exactly. Affleck got an Oscar, though. But, uh, yeah, well, not yeah, for he, Batman. He's got multiple Oscars, actually. Not for Batman. Not yet. No, I think he's going to get one for Batman. You never know. It could uh, be brilliant. I, yeah. Sorry, I just don't see it happening. Mostly because they don't normally give Oscars to action films. 
They usually don't give Oscars to good films. No, well, yeah. Well, Life yeah. of Pi was good from what I've heard. It's usually long, boring films. Except for Silence of the Lambs. That was good. That was cool. V. Neal got one for the makeup in uh, Beetlejuice. Makeups and special effects are different. Why is that? Why is well, that? Acting awards. Wow. Mr. Gordon Weaver was nominated for Aliens. That's true. Raiders of the Lost Ark was nominated for Best Picture. Which it should have gotten. But wow. that's from a fanboy standpoint. Yeah, what's it? Uh, Caddyshack, uh, Aminomal House. Um, Animal House and then Caddyshack. Well, uh, I wasn't doing them in order. Uh, oh, I just went blank. The first Ghostbusters. Stripes is the one. Oh, yeah, Stripes. And some other films. So I can't remember them all off the top of my head. It's a, um, yeah, analyze this and analyze, analyze this that. and analyze that. That's, that was him? Isn't that one of his? I don't know. If not, I'll cut it out. Harugia. Harugia. Isn't Harugia one of his? <laughs> Molly, 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 get your adverb here. <clears throat> Molly's like. Molly's like, fuck you, dog. Directed by Harold Ramis. Okay, there you go. Written by others. Wow. Billy Crystal says some work done. Has he? Looks like it. Wow. What's that? Uh, just look at the IMDb entry for it. Mm-hmm. Apparently Bill Macy's still with us. Really? Yeah. Wow. Not the guy from Fargo, the other Bill Macy. Oh. The guy from Maud. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's 91. That's impressive. That's very impressive. Yeah, he was in an episode of Hawthorne. In 2010. What's Hawthorne? That show with um, Jada Pinkett. Okay. She's a nurse. Okay. So it's been a little while since he's been in something, but... I mean, come on. He's 91. He's like the only one left from that show. From what? Hawthorne? Maud. Yeah. Like the last one. Because she died, what, a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. Rue McClanahan, too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She was. Conrad Bain, I think, died last year, didn't he? Yeah. Which was kind of amazing because <laughs> I hadn't heard from him in ever so long. I was kind of under the impression that he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, last thing he was on was Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, and he was on. He was playing Philip Drummond. Apparently, I didn't see that episode. It's not one of the two episodes I've seen. He was playing Philip Drummond, as in like Mr. Drummond. Yeah. On Fresh Prince. Mr. Drummond was on Fresh Prince. Apparently. I don't remember seeing one with Mr. Drummond. Of course, I didn't watch them all either. Gary Coleman was in the episode, too. Oh, good Lord. I'm going to have to check out this episode, because him and Gary Coleman were on it. And then Marla Gibbs was playing uh, Florence Johnston. And Sherman Hemsley was playing George Jefferson. And Wheezy was in it. It's got to have been like a dream episode or something. I guess so. And at the very end, Jazzy Jeff gets his credit at the end of the filmography. That's funny. You just finished watching Buckaroo Banzai? Yes. Well, not just. Well, I, not, not, well, it was yesterday. Yeah. And I was re-watching it. Yes. Because I've seen it before. A time or two. Or 12. Oh, I guess Adrian Barbeau's still with us. <laughs> she, she is? I don't think about it. Yes. I don't know what she's been in lately. Apparently she was uh, in God of War Ascension. The video game? Yeah. Well, that means she was just a voice. Okay, she was in the episode of Sons of Anarchy. Are people still watching that show? 
Maybe. All I know is I think Ron Perlman's still in it. Or did his character die? I have no idea. I don't know. That guy's Matt. He'd know. He watches that religiously. So the anarchy is based on Hamlet. Yeah, I guess I can kind of see it. At least that's what I was told. Well, anecdotal evidence is much more interesting than real evidence, so... Well, no, it might be... You might be right. Whoever told you that might be spot on. Let's see. Ron Perlman would be the king, and he was sick. He was poisoned. Well, if you start a Hamlet, the king's dead. Okay, well, in this one... Hamlet's father, the king, is dead. Yeah. Hamlet's stepdad. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? The people who wrote it, they know. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. They would know. They're dead. And undead, apparently. And undead. But they would Which know. I still haven't watched that movie yet. What? Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are undead. Oh. I've seen the other one. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead? Mm-hmm. We watched a little bit of... I've seen Hamlet, too. We watched a little bit yesterday. I do. Of Machete. Yeah. Machete. <laughs> you got to get around to seeing Machete Kills, too. And then uh, the third one will be Machete Kills again or some more or something like that. Why not? No, that's what they say. What, do they? Yeah, in the end of the first one, they say, Machete will return in Machete Kills. And then in Machete Kills again. It's, It's funny. So, I mean, in the very first movie, they already plot out their whole... You know, their whole uh, trilogy. This is what we'll do if this makes money. Yeah, and it did. Buckaroo Banzai ends with Buckaroo Banzai will return in Buckaroo Banzai against the World Crime League. Yeah. And that hasn't come around. (laughs) I don't remember that. But mainly, I I think it's a rights issue that's holding it back. Buckaroo Banzai? Mm -hmm. Who has the rights? Apparently several people. Yeah. That's always fun. The studio has rights and... Somebody's should have already rolled Roush's, around and turned off, cut off already by now. Uh, the Roush estate has rights and Roush, as in the car? No, as in the writer. Oh, as in Earl Mac Roush. Oh, okay. So apparently, he wasn't necessarily the most organized of individuals. So, I mean, not as far as organized, organized, but he didn't have the same priorities as other people. He was kind of a, I don't know if you call him a free spirit or hippie. He, I mean, he was apparently had written like several different screenplays oh, based wow. in the Bakarabatu Banzai universe. Write them about halfway through and then just stop, stop, and start on another one. That's weird. I don't know anybody who would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Only get about halfway through something and just stop. And start another one? And then start another one. I don't know anybody does that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, look at me, I didn't start a new one. <laughs> no, I'm just, just, you know, that's funny. But it doesn't surprise me that he didn't secure rights. No, no. I mean, if all he's doing is just writing, he didn't care. He's just trying to barf out whatever he can. Well, no, I mean, he, it was something that he had, him and uh, the director had come up with years and years ago. It was a pet project for him, but lots of people have rights and have prevented it from moving forward. They were going to do a TV series at one point. That actually probably would have been good. Especially in the 80s. Well, now, I mean, at this point, you'd need a total reboot. Yeah, completely, from the ground up. I guess you could kind of keep the script, but everything else would have to change. Well, I mean, you'd want to start fresh. Or... I mean, mean, it might be interesting to come back all these years later and try and get Peter Weller back in that get-up and 
Yeah, I don't see that happening. Mostly just because I don't really see him doing much of anything. He does that television show. He did a couple of television shows he does. He was on Dexter for a season. Was he? He was in the last Star Trek movie. I didn't see that. And he was the voice of Batman in Dark Knight Returns. But that's but that's a voiceover. Anybody can do voiceover. Apparently he's really really busy, so Is he? Mm-hmm. He does busy. stage work and stuff. Yeah, I know he does a lot of TV. And he's getting <coughs> his doctorate. Is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I did not know that. It's like um, ancient um, Roman art history thing. Yeah, because he does a lot of the old... That's all the shows I keep seeing him in. He's doing ancient history stuff. So, yeah, that's neat, I guess. It's a little odd, but it's neat. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. Right? Right. So, yeah, Robocop has a PhD. Yeah. Not new Robocop. No, 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 I've heard people just lambasting that. I know. I haven't gone and seen it. They should have never made it PG-13. That's their first mistake. That's their biggest mistake. But they want to sell toys. You can sell toys to a rated R movie. You really can't market toys to people who can't get into the movie. They They have. They had... They have, but... They had RoboCop toys from the first ones. Not from the first one, no. No, not from the first one. The third one's rated PG-13. Yeah, and it was horrible. Oh, yeah. Even though I I got shot and died in it. Touch of death, I'm telling you. (laughs) Can't put you in anything. No, no, no. I didn't But that might have been a mercy killing, so we may owe you a debt of things. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, But... Yeah, speaking of Frank Miller. Mercy killing? He wrote RoboCops 2 and 3. Oh, yeah. Two I liked. Not as much as I liked one. Two is fine. Three was horrible. Oh, speaking of Frank Miller, Sin City 2 is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should have on the show. Frank Miller? Yeah. Yeah, you try and pull your strings to get that one. I don't see him doing that. I don't either. What's the worst thing I can have? Maybe start a, start a media campaign against this? That's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> or he could say, fuck you guys? Oh. Frank Miller just told me to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to retweet this. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to retweet it twice. Click, click, click. I'm going to retweet it to Larry and have him retweet it. <laughs> then we'll retweet it to Brockton and have him tweet it for us. We'll tweet it to everybody. Everybody. We'll tweet it to Ed. Ed will tell the world. Yeah, I'm going to tweet it to like Shatner and <laughs> Kevin Smith and Will Wheaton and all these people who have gazillion Twitter fans. and then they'll all come on our show say look I got told off by Frank Miller retweet this for me <laughs> alright that's kind of neat <laughs> Frank Miller told you to fuck off all right. that's kind of cool, then. <laughs> then we can get them all to come on our show we'll be having Skype sessions from now until the end of time no we just get a lot of followers mm, yeah who's that guy that's the guy Frank Miller told to fuck off <laughs> oh wow I don't know. follow him we'll change both of our little things on Twitter Said Frank Miller told us to fuck off. That's our claim to fame now. Yeah, I'll get rid of my. Then they'll have us up on on the next Academy Awards. Those those two guys that Frank Miller's on the fuck off. Yeah, look, they're presenting. They're presenting the the the, uh, the best award. screenplay not written by Frank Miller award goes to. <laughs> kind of ironic that we should be here. <laughs> <laughs> the... Best screenplay award goes to. Frank Miller. <laughs> I don't think he'd show up for it. <laughs> that would be funny. He's, 
He's a kind of a character, from what I understand. It would be funny though. He shows up. I don't think he's takes great. it from us and goes fuck off. <laughs> and we just gonna run off stage. I don't know how well liked he is in Hollywood either. Apparently, he's got well had. I don't know what his views are now, but he had some very conservative viewpoints. Oh, that's horrible. Well, for Hollywood, you know, you know, James Woods is a big conservative too. Yes, he is. That's why he has no job. <laughs> he's not all that well liked in Hollywood either. Uh, Seth MacFarlane likes him though. Well, of course, yeah. Right? Right. But he may like him just because other people don't. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. And James Garner was apparently a big liberal. Arch liberal. Yeah, but everybody he played was always a decent conservative. Pretty hardcore conservative. Which is weird. Except in the Polaroid commercials. I don't even remember those, man. You don't remember the Polaroid commercials with James Garner? No, my mom sold Polaroids. We had the whole backdrop and everything. Sold Polaroids? Pictures? Polaroid cameras. Yes, just the pictures. What were they of? People. Doing what? Like PI photos? Or? Yes, PI photos. Just sneak in the people's... Yeah. Hold on! <laughs> I wasn't here! Stealthy! <laughs> Do it. It was a Polaroid app where you'd, there's a camera app, you take mm-hmm. a picture and you had to shake the camera. Oh, jeez. That's actually pretty funny. Did it make the noise too? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I would do, I would hear that just for the noise. I probably have it still on my iTunes. I don't think I have it on the camera, on the phone. Nah. I have streamlined the number of apps that are on my device. You only have 409 now, not 412. I didn't like that number. It wasn't odd enough for me. No, I mean, I had a lot of apps on the on iPhone 4. When I, when I moved to 5, I dropped a lot of them. Just because there was a lot of redundancy in there. Right? There was this one that was a camera app, and you shook the phone to make a picture develop. Oh, weird. Yeah. I didn't feel I needed to get another camera app. I was just going to make That you shook the phone to make the film develop? Yeah. Weird. Weird. Weird, wonderful stuff. Right? No. No? No. She's being contrary. Being contrary? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm popular contrary. belief? Contrary. Any belief. Yes, I'm, I'm being contrary. Okay. No, yeah. you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh-huh. But you having fun? Yeah, it's 55 degrees, man, in Alpharetta. Isn't that nice? Nice. Didn't feel like it. I'm kind of interested in this Money Python reunion that's going on. Yeah, is it going to come here? I know. I think it's gonna be like a one week only thing. Oh, maybe only a one show only. But it will. They'll film it. I was gonna say. They. I hope they film it. Cause I don't think. Um, I saw a tweet from Eric Idle where he's saying that he was working on a new draft for the script. So I think it may be a little ways off. Yeah, I, could, I could look it up online and find out. But I don't trust Wikipedia. Uh-uh. I like the title though. What is it? One down, five to go. <laughs> That's funny. Check that out. Okay. Yes, this is the one we for the ring. Please push door to open. That's what Chris Blackburn did. He pushed the door to open? No, I'm just saying. I think it's kind of funny of a... Of a of something he put on Facebook. The like, better are, one. The better you one. You really can't... You really don't know that you need to push the door? Really, Marissa? Are you serious? You don't know? Do not use Preparation H on teeth. People do it anyway. That's actually written on the bottle. So, my question, though, is how are people trying to pull the door to open? <laughs> or are they knocking? Who knows? Dun, dun. 
Open up. <laughs> There's no handle. I have to shit real bad. I mean, you know. Oh. I guess for the listeners, you should tell them that that's a... Bathroom door. A bathroom, bathroom door. door. That has push to open door. Yeah. Please way. push to open door. I, there's a great picture that was on Facebook. It's like that, but the door opens out. Alrighty then. <laughs> what was that? Uh, oh, it's that same thing. Uh, but the door opens out, and there's no handle on the outside, and it says pull. It says only Jedi can go in here. It's pretty funny. It's a green door. It says pull. There's no handle to pull. <laughs> that was weird. So, my new pet peeve, uh, uh-oh. if you will. Does it involve me? No. Oh. Yeah. I'll not. Um, <laughs> I'll go like take a bathroom break at work. That's usually what you do. For um, maybe around one to one thirty-ish or so. And apparently, we have somebody on our floor that is a huge germaphobe. Okay. So much so that they'll go in there into the stall. Oh. I've tweeted about this. <laughs> and build. It's funny. A toilet paper. We have toilet seat covers. Yeah. That you can use. But that's not good enough. They build a structure on top of the toilet seat out of toilet paper. I mean, they'll layer it on this side and layer it across the back and layer it over here into what I call a throne. <laughs> and they'll use the bathroom and leave, I'm just going to wash their hands not enough, leave the toilet paper on the seat. Oh. So much of a germaphobe, <laughs> they won't reach down and flush the toilet paper. Maybe they don't want to stuff the toilet. Maybe they don't want to get their hands on it. I don't care. If they're going to do that, but they, then you're going to wash your hands after you've done that anyways. So, so why well, if you, they're then you're going to go to your desk and cover yourself in Purell after that. But if they're germaphobe enough not to use the provided toilet seat cover, yeah, in lieu of this construction, then just leave it for whoever comes along next. Good Lord, what's wrong with people? <laughs> Who knows? Wait, how many bathrooms do you have? Forty. Well, there's one on our floor. <laughs> this person uses every one of them. Oh, I was going to say. There's only one? That's one bathroom. For what? both? No, mm. no, no. Men and Male women. and female? No, no. Oh, okay. So like, how, how many men's well, restrooms do you have? On our floor, one. 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 Okay. Why are you so looking you, at me? I don't work there. No, no, no. So, you, so, you're, only, so you're only allowed to have one person in the, in the bathroom at all times? There's, there's multiple stalls. Oh, there are multiple stalls. Okay, yeah. okay. No. It's like an a, industrial bathroom. It's, but th- this is not, funny. Bill, no, but are you is, done? No, no, this is funny. <laughs> for my office, no. for my office, the women only have one bathroom and one toilet. But for the men, they have like multiple stalls. Like they have one bathroom with multiple stalls. But why is the men get more bathroom space than women do? Because I have a couch in yours. <laughs> no, we don't have a couch in ours. <laughs> because you do it every other place. A couch in every other place? Yeah. That's why women always go in with like 15 other women. Well, not in so this one. So they can party. No, not, not in this one. Woo! No. Well, I've only seen the couches when <laughs> you know, the door opens and you can glimpse inside and there's a couch in there. I haven't seen the open bar. Or a, <laughs> but I, don't, I can only assume that. Well, I've had to clean women's bathrooms before. There's a waiting area. First of all, disgusting. There are bathrooms after all. 
No, no, no. I've cleaned both men's and women's. Women are disgusting. Yeah. Oh. They're, they're shitting all over the seats. There's crap on the floors. What? Hovering. Yeah, they're hovering. Instead of d- building the throne, I'd rather them build the throne and leave it. Rather than flush the throne. Well, yes, but if they're just going to crap all over the walls and everything, please just build the throne first. And then crap on the walls. And then crap on you the walls. Two things of clean. <laughs> Well, no, that, that, your story makes me think of when I was working for that, uh, remember that bakery I was working for? Oh, yeah, they used to, like, shit on the floor of this bakery. <laughs> oh, yes? She'd go in there, like, every couple of days, and I she'd come home with cookies, which was great. Yeah, it was... It was... But she'd come home and be like, oh, my God, somebody, <laughs> like, blew up their anus and had to just, and just left the, left the shit all over the walls and left their dirty, nasty drawers on the floor. <laughs> Was she brought you cookies from the shit bakery. <laughs> yeah. Yes, what kind of cookies, Barry? Uh, chocolate chip <laughs> <laughs> with <figure>. nuts <laughs> and corn. Weirdly enough, I could never understand the corn though. But but uh, no, it was like the big birthday cookie. Uh-huh. You know, that's what she would, she'd bring home. Everyone's about a big birthday cookie. And I'm just like, this is great. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> Again. But it was a funny That's thing. why you're 78 years old now. <laughs> <laughs> well. I had a lot of birthdays that year. <laughs> no, but then the, the, the sad part about it was that, okay, I do remember this. This There's is a sadder part of this. This is really sad. That they were making cookies after shooting on the floor. <laughs> I'm no. hoping it was just the office workers doing that because if it was the people in the back, somebody needs to be punched in the face. Yeah. Well, no, and then after a while, the upper management. Actually... If I don't want to punch them in the gut, they might explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> upper, upper management had had all women in this meeting. <laughs> oh, God, what was in the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the guy goes, I know who, who did it. So when we're done here, you know, come meet me in my office and we'll talk about it. And it never, no one never showed up. Oh, actually, somebody must have because it, it kind of went it kind of went south for a little while and then it started getting blown up again. <laughs> People are disgusting. And, and at first he thought maybe it was the fact that the person may have just had some... Explosive diarrhea. <laughs> They're eating Haribo uh, 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 sugar-free gummy bears. No one eats those. <laughs> you should read the. Uh, you should go on Amazon.com and read the, the, the stuff about it. It's funny as hell. There's a lot of that's a, that's the new trend. The reviews on Amazon. Yeah. There was, I showed you one about the inflatable shark, right? Mm-mm. The George Takei review of the inflatable shark. It's, it's a remote controlled flying. Yeah, I, I know what they are, but I didn't. And he know. wrote this long, drawn out story about surprising his husband with the inflatable shark after having watched. Jaws or, or Sharknado, I think. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Maybe <laughs> surprised his husband with the flying shark. Yeah. Mm. Ah! There's one about the, um, you know, those big inflatable balls that people get in and roll around. There's a hysterical one they put up about those. Um, rolling down the hillside and across traffic. jeez. <laughs> well, I like poop jokes, if you hadn't noticed. Really? And, yeah, weird, right? We should tailor our humor more to your taste then. 
And uh, no, because wish I had a story about a toilet. Uh, I've got a lot of them. <laughs> you have those. <laughs> <clears throat> but those Haribo sugar-free can't uh, gummy uh, gummy bears, I, I read about five or six one night, and I was crying. I was laughing. I've never so seen hard. anybody buy any of them. They get bought. Oh, I see them in like stores and stuff in like the disused aisle. <laughs> well, it's probably because they saw these reviews. I mean, people would eat like a couple of handfuls, and then two hours later. <laughs> they're they're killing people. I mean, just you know, whole tracts of forest are falling over. <laughs> it was it, there's some, there's a bad one. Uh, let's see, what is it? Um, guy's like an investment banker or something, <clears throat> and he travels around the country in the private jets because that's all he does. He's just always traveling, and uh, <clears throat> he's with a group. That's a puddle jumper. Well, no, no, you you you, you go to bed. Oh. You wine and dine these people all day and into the night. You go to bed. You wake up like three hours later, get up and do it all over again with another group. Mm -hmm. And this group, they were whining and dining them all night. And they went and they never really got a chance to eat or anything. I mean, they did a little bit, but not. So he's eating handfuls of this and drinking coffee in the morning. And this, and he had eaten a bunch right before bed the night before. And he, he got up the next day and he was like, oh, crap, we got to get going. He throws some more down his face, drinks like five cups of coffee, gets on this little puddle jumper. And his stomach starts telling him things. And then so does his lower intestine. And he, he hits up the stewardess. And it's a little, I mean, it's a puddle jumper, like eight people puddle jumper. And that's including the pilots. And he's like, do you have a restroom right here? She's like, well, no. I mean, we have a little chemical toilet back there, but it's only used for emergencies, and it's never been used. <laughs> Today's your lucky day. <laughs> so he's like, he goes, I'm sorry, but this is an emergency. And there's a woman sitting on the seat that is the chemical <laughs> toilet. Uh-oh. So they it's switch. Not private. <laughs> no. <laughs> so they switch. It has a little pull-up screen. Yeah. So you can, I guess, pull up or pull it down or pull it around. I don't know how it works. Y'all don't have an in-flight <laughs> movie they can listen to. <laughs> he, he, he goes to pull the screen up. It only goes to about here. <laughs> so he's... Neck Molly. So he's... Uh, neck level for he, people listening at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neck, just above the shoulders. And uh, he's sitting there hunched over with this thing just coming to his neck and just blowing it up. <laughs> just destroying it. And he keeps apologizing to everybody on the plane. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Needless to say, he hasn't been on one of those flights in a long, long time. <laughs> he's been doing a lot of desk work. <laughs> it was it was funny. But there was all of these reports were like that. One guy went to go propose to his girlfriend. He was so nervous. He was just sitting there eating these things. Then he gets up and he goes and proposes and he goes to this specific spot and it's his bench and there's a porta john over there and it's in a park and he goes down on one knee and as he puts it, the scent of death wafts from my asshole. He, he looks at his girlfriend and takes off for the porta john and he comes back and she's gone and the ring is still sitting there in the box and his phone is sitting there with a text on it that says, I don't think you're the man for me. And I'm like, oh, that's so bad. But Sounds a little made up. It might have been, but uh, I was just like, oh, but and, but they. I love how they go into the explanation of what's going on. 
<laughs> and, and how it sounds. And I'm like, whoa. Needless to say, I was uh, laughing very hard and trying not to wake Marissa up at like 2 in the morning. <laughs> well, well, there you go. Another hour of your life filled with the wit and wisdom of Chris and the inane laughter of Larry. Wonderful. Next week, they'll tell you that Bigfoot is real and vampires are supposed to sparkle. For Chris, Larry, and Harvey, I'm Tina saying, Chewing gum is really gross. Chewing gum, I hear. Hey! I can't say this without paying royalties, and I'm not going to do that! And not eating gummy bears. And no, I'm not eating Haribo. Well, I guess if you want to lose weight, maybe that's yeah. the way to go. This is all allegedly <laughs> according to. Yeah, well, it's on Amazon. Who knows? According to our lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to Harugi the brand name. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm fine. Although it's funnier if we don't. This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by Polaroid. Are you bothered by itchy, painful hemorrhoids? If so, we've got the product for you! The Polaroid! You just take this pole with a camera and a rubber band dispenser on the end and... Wait, 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 wait. I'm not doing this one. Nope. I don't get paid enough for this crap. Larry, you have gone far too far this time. What, Harv? No. No way. Not your bleeding life. I can't believe we left Larry in charge of finding sponsors anyways. We all know he's not all there. Nope. I'm out. I'm not doing this one. You want this shit done, you call Klaus. I'm out. Hey, all you loyal Achieving Reality the Podcast listeners, it's time to tell you what Chris and I have been working on. We want to bring you another show, one with some local bands, singer-songwriters, duos, that kind of thing, where they get to play some music, get a little exposure, and talk about themselves for a little while. We call it Live from Octagon Studios. Our first episode is with a great country duo called The Glorious Failures. Good way to put it, <laughs> Texas guy. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it's, that's how you got to put it when you're from Texas. So. Granted, I wouldn't do that, but that's because I didn't spend that much time there. So that's it. <clears throat> Excuse me, man. Throat's dry. <laughs> Haven't had enough beer yet. Yes. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it sounds like you guys have recorded. Not re- a little bit. I mean, some no. live stuff here and there. We've, we've got a few things down. you got some stuff up on your Reverb Nation page. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't have like an actual hard disc anywhere. By the end of the summer, we will, I think. Oh, uh, really? You know, that'll be uh, that's well, something. Uh, that'll be for later then. Shh. <laughs> yeah. No, you heard it here first. You broke the news. I did. Yeah. I didn't even know I was doing it, and yet there it goes. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll have a uh, we'll have a disc ready. Maybe we'll get it sometime soon. I've got a nice pool of songs to choose from. It's just a matter of polishing a few, and it's always funny when you go to start to put the project together like that. Those few that are so close to being finished get finished really fast because. Nothing motivates you like, like an end goal. So yeah, almost being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just like having a gig. Nothing makes you practice more than knowing you've got a gig coming up. Like, oh, well, that's right. I do have to remember the words to fifty songs, <laughs> yeah, and all the to... ones that the drunk people. Or at yell least just out. the first verse. You could probably just repeat it again. <laughs> <laughs> don't spill, do don't spill the trade secret. Trade secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay, guys. The other people have talked about that before. <laughs> Might be a good time to throw it to the next song. Yeah, so uh, what we're going to do is uh, let you guys play another one. So uh, 
all we got to say is that uh, it's, so far it's been great. Absolutely. And uh, we'll let it uh, go to the, the next songs you have for us, which is called Lion. Uh, there you Lion. go. Lion. 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 <laughs> yes, not <laughs> lion. Lion. <laughs> you know, yeah. like somebody's lying but without the G. So exactly. there you go. Don't have to explain this stuff. I'm with you. Oh, God, you that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here. Right. Chucking, chugging the... Yeah, that whole growler. Thank you. <laughs> Here we go. One, two, three, four. Astro's ball cap on the dashboard of my truck. There's a guitar ride and shotgun and a bottle full of bad luck. There's a thousand miles of blacktop between heaven and my heart. I ain't been the man I need to be, so I guess it's time to start. Left a note there on the counter Saying that we'd run our course Some money for the next month's rent And the key to the front door Know that I don't hate you But I just cannot live this way Because life's too short for wasting time And I won't give you one more day Lying to me when I'm lying next to you. Sunrise through the windshield lets me know that I'm alive. Step towards redemption And an hour from the state line Feels like the first time I've seen the sun in three long years But I've bent the bars on this cage of yours And I've shed my final tears Cause I could never be the man you want me to be See the one in the mirror looking back at me My mama told me to find on self be true But I'm just lying to me when I'm lying next to you
baseball cap on the dashboard of my truck. There's a guitar riding shotgun and a heart that's ready to love. next week for a little tasty taste of how it'll be we're really excited for this new show and can't wait for you all to hear it see you next week